Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Loser Leaves Wrestling. This is Empty Arena. Empty Arena, new episode, a new rendition of Empty Arena with your hosts, Brad Jefferson and Roy Hammer. How are we feeling, Roy? Uh, hey. Working through different knobs here. I, uh, I, I've made a new rule for myself. I will no longer be uh, drinking anything when you have control of the soundboard uh, because the last time that happened, oh I spit God. all over my computer. That is going to, like, if the gods allow, that will go viral. That is the, I've never seen a spit take like that on a Zoom format. Yeah. <laughs> it got the camera. It did. It got sure the camera. Sure uh, welcome to the show, everyone. You've joined us with the empty arena where we're just going to, this is us just in an empty arena. We don't have the peanut gallery here. Yeah. Actually, I should stop using that because I think that might be an offensive term. Oh. Uh, we got to, we got to stay, stay on top of these things that. as broadcasters. Yeah. Got to stay on top of these things. Um, but thank you all so much for joining us. And thank you so much for supporting loser Lee's wrestling and all yeah. the podcasts. Definitely share it with your friends. That's something I should start, should start saying. They yeah. should share it with their friends, share right? With your friends. Right. We need them to share more. We love when you share. We all love when you share. Yeah. What are the things we're going to be talking about today, Roy? Yeah. First, I just want to say how proud of us I am because I didn't realize by naming the show Empty Arena, it was like a reference to like, hey, it's just us chatting. It's an empty arena. I it never works. made that conclusion until uh, right now. Roy is the one who named uh, oh, Empty Arena. You came up us. You came up with Empty Arena. We had to take credit where credit's due. Right. You know how to do it. I came up with Weekly Wrestle. You did. I will say that every day. Love Weekly Wrestle. Um, uh, we are but Empty Arena works. It, it does work, and I'm excited to be here to talk about uh, the, uh, what is it called? The Stone Cold, the Broken Skull Sessions Broken Skull with Session. Bubba Ray Dudley. And uh, the 17th anniversary. After, after that, we watched, uh, the, because it is the 17th anniversary, we watched AJ Styles versus Abyss from lockout 2005 lockdown 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 2005 yeah. lockout <laughs> keep them locked out i have a lot of thoughts on lockout lockdown and that match yeah but i can't wait to talk about it can't wait to talk yeah. about it. But i think we should probably talk about bubba first right yeah yeah first of all um i love that it's that steve austin insists on calling him bubba ray i'm sure it bothers him i'm sure he's like i'm bully ray now and he's like yeah. what bubba I'm, I'm bully. Nothing. Nothing. Never mind. I bet you that is a WWE call. Like you were calling him Bubba. Yeah. You know, and usually uh, guys they call each other the names they first introduce. People still call Mick Cactus. That's true. You know, when true. they call him Cactus, he, he still I, does. I, I love it. Honestly, I want to be God to be nicknamed Cactus. Yeah. Oh. I wish people called me Hammer. I'm, let's just. I'm gonna I start calling it, it though. Let's get rid of Roy. No offense. Roy's great, <laughs> but Hammer? Yeah. Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> pretty fucking dope. Um, but yeah, we get this uh, Broken Skull sesh with uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bubba Ray. And uh, I have a question. Yeah. Did you notice just overall of the show, a little animosity coming from Bubba Ray towards Steve Austin? I've written down some examples of moments when it's just like, are you trying to fight Steve right now? That's really interesting. That's really interesting. I, I think that is just who Bubba is. He's just abrasive. He's just an abrasive person. And I think Stone Cold, though, I was trying to figure out, I was trying to gauge what Stone Cold's deal was in this whole thing because he felt a little uh, more jovial. Like he was laughing a lot more and kind of like making a lot more faces and like looking at the camera a lot more and being like a lot more animated. I took it as him being pissed. <laughs> I took it as him just being like, this is the shit we're doing, huh? Going to do this shit right now, huh? All right, well, here we go. You're going to call me out, huh? You're going to call me out, I'll drink. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, there's some of the passive, they were being very passive aggressive. Yeah, he was doing a um, real, like, that's actually very, when they talk about how he ended up, I didn't know that, which I thought was kind of interesting, that because Steve Austin walked out, of raw for the brock match bubba had to work with brock and steve austin did like a gym from the office look at the camera like yeah yeah he did he yep, that's business <laughs> that's business <laughs> but he said something he's just like putting food on the table yeah gotta feed your family and uh, like it's almost like that was a little slight a lot of these were little slights because like he'd make some slights he's like guess who didn't show up to work that day yeah. and then uh, stone was just like 
well, you needed to feed your family. Like, just kind of, like, <laughs> fucked up. Like, F you. Let's talk about, like, how this started. They, yeah. they started talking about uh, ECW in the beginning. And it was actually really cool to see some mm-hmm. of these clips because yeah. I've never seen – I've seen videos of Bubba dancing, and yeah. I've seen maybe a clip here or two of the stuttering thing. Um, but uh, it was kind of cool just to see the, the uh, them talking about the Dudley origins, right? Yeah, it was. And I think it's really cool to think of the fact that, like, okay, I'm Bubba Ray, right? And, like, it's my first night in the company under this, this gimmick of, like, Bubba Ray, and I'm cutting this promo, and they show the promo, and it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, it's very it's pretty its good time. too. Yeah, and it's yeah. pretty good. Bubba does a great job. He's yeah. a great performer. He's mm-hmm. a great performer. Him and Big Dick are a lot of fun. I could do without dances with and the other guy, uh, Big Daddy. Which one's dances with Dudley? Dances with is in the back. He's in the back. He's supposed to be a Native American. And Big Dick Dudley has the uh, the, cane, the, cane, the, crutch. the crutch, and then I and think then, that's Daddy Dudley is the middle that's guy. Daddy Dudley. I think. Well, I don't, we like, never met Daddy Dudley. That's true. That's a good point. I, I think actually, that was. Uh, I just love that gimmick when explained by him, when, ex- when I can't talk, uh, keep going. No, but I love, uh, again, uh, the whole Dudley's thing. I love the the explanation of the gimmick that daddy Dudley was from the toughest part of Dudleyville. And he had sex with all these women across right. America when he was love on the that. road. And then he just, they, all the brothers met up. I didn't, I forgot. I remember hearing a long time ago, that was a reference to Slapshot and I've never seen yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I saw it when I was a little kid. I saw it when I'd I was like to see kid. it again. Yeah, I kind of want to see it. I wanted oh. to see it because it was R-rated. So I was. Oh, was it R-rated? It. Yeah, I believe that is. Was there dumb. boobies in it? Oh, big time, big time, yeah. Dog. Mm-hmm. Big time. Wait. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got my list here. There's Big Dick Dudley from '95 to '99. We get that, yeah. Bubba Ray Dudley, uh, Chubby Dudley from '95 to '96. That could have been Chubby Dudley. No, Dances with Dudley was also from '95 to '96. I'm pretty sure that was Dudley Dudley. That was his name. That's probably Dudley Dudley. Dudley Dudley. Um, yeah. That makes sense because, uh, but we talk a little bit about that. They talk about the origin, and they also talked about his like first starting off. Like his uh, his name was Mongo Vile. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good name. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. But they they did, uh, and uh, I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, that wrestler names and porn names are basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We just talked about it, and like Mongo Vile, pretty porny. Pretty, uh, it's an aggressive porn name, but it is. Yeah, a porn oh no, name. it is a sick. Porn. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like it's literally like scat porn. <laughs> I would never watch a Mongo Vile porn. It's like where they're like it's a lot of piss play, yeah. a lot of like <laughs> a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, he talks about his training. He trained with the legendary. Well, he did not train. He trained. He got he got screwed. Uh, yeah. Apparently, when he first started training, this guy who was uh, apparently an enhancement. He didn't say a name, but an enhancement talent for one of the big companies. Yeah, uh, and he like brought him to a WWE ring. He's just like, so what do you want to know? I and, love, instead of teach, yeah. teaching I, the basics, he's like, teach me a drop kick. Yeah, I think that's so funny. That's like such <laughs> like a, I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, hundred yeah. percent you. But except I'm not 400 pounds. That's true. That's true. A 400 pound long haired Bubba Ray Dudley hitting no, you'd kicks. Be, you'd be like, teach me how to do a choke slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, how do I safely throw my entire body weight into someone? That's yeah. How do I, I spike Dudley this guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we get that. Uh, he talks about this is weird. He's like, when he first got to, uh, to ECW, they had him be a bodyguard for Bill Alfonso. We'll talk about Bill Alfonso. <laughs> um, but uh, he took a show slam by 911. But the two things that they asked him to do, and they said, these are my two f- most feared things, two most feared things they ever could ask me to do. Number one, shave my head. <laughs> Number two, someone call me Bubba. I ain't no name Bubba. Like, you are like, I, honestly, uh, watching him and see, he's so excited to talk about himself. Yeah, he because he talk he talks a lot about wrestling all the time, and I'm sure all the time he's just like, "But me and Devon were doing it. We were doing it like this." He's constantly peppering those in. But for someone to talk about his career, probably the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna right? be like uh, Jake the Snake when he's older. Oh. Like he's just gonna love hearing himself talk, and he's not gonna be talking about anything that matters. Like in in twenty years, he's gonna do an interview with someone, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, tell us about you know Heatwave '99." He's gonna be like. I'll tell you all about Heat Wave 99. Sure. 
did I ever tell you about this time when I punched Terry Funk in the face? It's just like he's going to go on these tangents because he just loves hearing himself talk. He really does. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, 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 Spring Stampede. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oli Anderson's is a piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One time in 1982. I saw that bullshit. Um, and, and so he talked about how he loves tag team wrestling. Loves tag team wrestling. And you know, one of this made all the sense in the world. He's like, he admitted to himself being the third nasty boy. Yeah. And I'm just like, of course yeah, you are. Makes so much of sense. Of course. Like, I never, like, put that together. But I like the Nasty Boys. I like the Dudleys. And they, like, literally everything Bubba does is Brian and Jerry, like, uh, uh, a 2.0. Yeah. You know, like, like he's just a better version of both of them. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. They're both Bubba and Devon are both much better professional wrestlers than the Nasty Boys. I wouldn't even put Devon though as a like Devon wrestles differently sure. than Bubba. Sure. I see, what but you're Bubba like Bubba is pure Nasty Boy, pure Nasty Boy. Like literally, see him in the 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 patent leather jacket. Yeah, uh, yeah. with the gross ass like swizzle art. Yeah, <laughs> shirt and sticking Whatever. his opponent's face in his armpit. Honestly, I've seen him do that. <laughs> I, I know I've seen Bubba do that. Um, he also talks about the like tag team wrestling. He, he always thought that four people more exciting than two. And sure. I thought that was an interesting uh, point. Did yeah, you see that right. growing up? Uh, no, not really, because I didn't see. I don't think we grew up in an era with like great tag team wrestling. Great tag teams, but was the wrestling really exciting? I guess up until the Dudleys, Edge, Christian, and the Hardys, there really wasn't. The first tag team match I ever saw that I was excited by, and you're going to laugh at this because we just watched it, was Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit versus Raven and Saturn at Spring Stampede it's, a great, it's, a, it's one of the best matches on that card. Yeah, I was like, this uh, is what tag team wrestling is? Holy shit. Because I always wanted to see Nash and Hall, and when I would see their matches, I would be like, this is kind of boring. That's a bummer. I just want them to talk more. But when seeing those guys wrestle, I was like, oh, this, I guess, is what people get excited about wrestling. Like, this is exciting. Yeah, I guess you started a couple of years before I did. I started watching red, uh, wrestling more frequently right yeah. at the end of 99. Sure. Uh, so it was right at the cusp of the, the tag team boom that happened yeah. right around mm -hmm. then. You had your, you know, Edge, Christian, Hardys, Dudleys. And you had your two cools, yeah. your Kai and Ties, mm -hmm. your uh, the headbangers were in there, I guess. Sure. Uh, Lowdown. Sure. Oh, yeah. Lowdown. Was that, that was a Chaz, right? Chaz and uh, D-Lo Brown. Yeah, it's great. Brown. They, uh, I think they were pretending to be Middle Eastern. I'm not sure. <laughs> they wore genie pants. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, but, yeah. I so also like that he admits um, that Bubba Ray admits that that was an accident. Vince never wanted to push those tag teams, but they just got over. And he was like, oh, I guess we got to go with it. And then they just they, went with it. They went from undesirable to undeniable. <laughs> oh, man. That's what oh, they did. Uh, uh, Bubba also talks just about how he didn't know anything going into ECW, which I thought was really cool, too, because it gives me hope that I'll just be able to walk in one day. But he didn't know how to work at all. He I feel like you work. right now know more than he did going into ECW. I know more than... Half of GCW's roster right Whoa. now. Whoa. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> Come at me. Let's go. You versus Jordan I was Oliver. trained by Johnny Rods for two, and a, two months or so. Um, Those maybe are you heard some of, of them. my favorite stories that you have. Yeah. These Johnny Rod stories. They'll have that voicemail. Maybe we'll put it on the Patreon. Hey. That's actually a pretty good Patreon That's content. a good Patreon. Um, also, one thing that he talked about, though, uh, we talk about Bam Bam in the dressing room. Love that. And he's just like, he's just like, hey, Marcus, Marcus. He calls him Marcus. His real name's Mark. Yeah, uh, is I Mark? love that. I love that yeah, he was Mark. like, Steve, my name is Mark. Nobody, nobody's ever called me Marcus <laughs> except for Bam Bam. <laughs> there, his voice, his voice is just such a, man, he sounds so obnoxious. Yeah. I just like, he's very punchable. Great heel. Yeah, great yeah. heel. He's a great heel. Uh, he a he's just heel. a heel through and through. But he talks about lacing up the boots and how it's different for a big man. And I thought that was so interesting, really interesting. about like, don't put your foot up because then your foot is sliding into your heel and you're not tightening up enough. So you're not getting the ankle support you need. So you're supposed to put all the weight forward on it. So your yeah. feet flat on the ground when you time. Really interesting stuff. Really interesting. Yeah, that's that was one of my favorite tidbits of this whole thing. Great little. And there's a lot of them here. Sure. There's a course. lot of them here. Um, they talk a little bit like we talked about with Slapshot. 
uh, and the stuttering. Um, uh, he said some other things. He said, "Have a oh, the, uh, just the stuttering thing." They showed that video where he's like bah, 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 doing the stutter, and then yeah. he's just like, "Have a pleasant evening." Yeah, and really. When you hit good. him in the head, really very good. funny. Oh yeah, um, that's, I love that. Like, I think it's so cool. There's a lot of things that, like, you know, if you talk to Bubba, if you talk to Tommy Dreamer, like, whatever, like these guys will really glorify a lot of things about ECW that, like, aren't great. Uh, but I did love to hear that story about how he's cutting that promo. It's his first night as the character, first night in ECW, really. And as he's doing it, all of the re- the locker room is watching the promo. Like, I think that's really cool to think about everybody kind of watching each other's shit and, like, kind of helping out. And, like, the Dudleys were a Raven and Taz idea. I thought that was really interesting to hear. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that I like to hear about ECW because I think that's the kind of stuff that makes it a special place. It does make it. And he, they talked a little bit about how the the, the old guys kept helping. Uh, everyone helped each other which yeah. I thought was really interesting. Um, but he also mentioned that uh, they, him and Stone Cold Steve Austin started on the same day. And he brings up a few things like, hey, Steve, remember this? Yeah, and he's just right. like, got no fucking idea. You were at ECW? <laughs> like, no idea. Yeah, there are so many times. And that's actually a very funny point that there's at least three times in the episode where Bubba's like, Steve, me and you. And Bubba's like, and Steve's like, yeah, I just, I had no idea. <laughs> wow, I had no idea about that I completely story. forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> because that was just a blip yeah. on Stone Cold's radar yeah. of big moments. These are the biggest moments of Bubba's life. <laughs> uh, and that's why I think there's also, because he started the show off being like, you and me started the same day. No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> And ever since then, you know, like Bubba was a little bit ticked off. Um, they talk about um, a lot about violence and how he loves violence. Yeah, I don't love and that. Being either. a heel and ECW fans. Um, the, the violence. That, one other thing is, I started to like his explanation of what extreme was yeah. uh, extra, ECW was, but I really felt like he fell off of it. I, I like. A, I uh, was trying to make my own explanation for ECW while he was talking. And like the extreme part is just like extreme technical wrestling, extreme high flying, extreme sexuality, extreme talking, extreme violence. But he really focused on the extreme violence. And I don't, that was a big part of it. It was just people doing whatever they were doing to the max. Yeah. And that was my kind of my issue with, uh, ECW fans now looking back on it, like they liked, yeah, you know, I used to think it was so cool growing up because I watched like the first time I ever saw like Blinko Guerrero in ECW and like the the luchadors and stuff and people being like, yeah, like really appreciative and clapping for good wrestling. But if you go back and you listen to the loudest pops in the history of that company, it's like people getting hit over the head with shit. Like it's like New Jack and it's shit like that. So like they didn't care if the wrestling was good. They just wanted to see someone bleed and someone get seriously injured. And also they're monsters. The ECW fans were monsters. You fucked up and she's a whatever. Right. Um, real terrible stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, he also talked about Vince Russo, uh, relationship with Vince Russo and Paul Heyman. Vince Russo, he's just, he didn't, well, not a lot of talk about Vince Russo, but mm-hmm. Paul Heyman's like the David Koresh of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, David Koresh. Which, being like, a totally leader. makes sense. Makes sense. 100%. Yeah. Um, and uh, they talk a little bit about his getting called up to WWE. Well, I how... wanted to take a second before we oh, jump yeah, sure, there, sure, sure, uh, sure, sure. just to talk about, because I'd like to go back and watch these matches. They're probably very bad. But I would like to watch them because uh, he talks about Devon coming in and Devon being a heel and then Bubba and Devon wrestling each other. They started in a feud with one another before they became a tag team. And uh, I would love to see that, honestly. Yeah. That sounds like a really good time. Well, I, I'll, I'll try. I remember watching one or two of those matches like a long time ago, like right when I first got access to like the ECW library. That was one of the first things I wanted to watch because I was curious. And they're not good. And they're really, he's talking about it and he's not lying when he's like, we really beat the shit out of each other. If they really do fucking kill each other, like a lot of chair shots to the head, like a lot of that stuff because. I think what Bubba said was like he couldn't wrestle and the fans turned on him because he couldn't wrestle. He was shitty. So he had to like prove his worth by like beating the shit out of Devon and Devon beat the shit out of him. So, And, and to that point, uh, I've uh, glazed over this too. Devon came in as the Dudley that was going to set all the other Dudley straight. Right. Uh, he was like the tough Dudley from the toughest part of Dudleyville. And now he's going to set everyone straight. So funny. Uh, and uh, that's why he was beating them all up. And yeah. then they formed the tag team. 
which is just perfect. Really yeah, good. Um, really good. They become uh, vile, disgusting, putrid heels. Bubba Ray is one of the most hated. Like, really, you could just hate him because he's honestly saying the most grotesque things. If you yeah. listen to those ECW oh. promos, oh, oh, the F bombs and the. Yeah. The H bombs and the R like, bombs. He, he would walk out. I remember. I think it was again. It was Heat Wave '99. I think they cut. They like went. I remember hearing about this as a nine-year-old that they went too far because they like got out of the ring. Looking back on it now, it's just classless. I mean, it's not whatever. They like got out of the ring and they started yelling at like a mother and a daughter, and, and he was like, "You're a crack and Your daughter's a crack hole. Whatever. Like, dick and all yeah, that shit. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Do you you know you know the the impractical jokers? Uh, I know of them. I've never seen a single thing. Okay, right. Well, I just heard the name. <clears throat> there's this one guy, Sal. Sal Volcano. He's one of the guys. Okay. And he's from Jersey, New York area. And he loves wrestling. Has loved wrestling his whole life. Loves wrestling. I know him more so because he was on Steve Austin's USA show. Like, kicking it with Steve Austin or whatever that show is called. And uh, he that. tells this story about he's waiting in line outside of an ECW show in Asbury Park and Bubba pulls up and he gets out of the car and they're just in line. They're just fans. They're just like teenage fans. And he screams, Hey Bubba, you suck. And Bubba drops his bag, jumps over the guardrail and gets in Sal's face. And he's like, what'd you say? Say it to my face. Take it easy, Bubba. This is who he is now to this day. He still sure. does shit like that. Yeah. He's a scary yeah. guy. <laughs> he's a scary guy, but like, man, do I <laughs> Yeah. I, I hate that I love him so much. It's very upsetting. <laughs> and also, you have to think like he's like 400 pounds at this point too. Sure, sure. I'm more scared of him now than I would be then. Sure, yeah. Actually, I don't know. He had a lot of he had a lot of he had a lot of energy then. Yeah, he has less energy now. But like now, I'm like he's like I'm gonna die this fight. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, like this is the one I go in, so I'm gonna make it count. <laughs> um, but he talks about going into WWE and uh, how they. Uh, uh, Vince Russo already liked him. He liked the stuff. Yeah. But uh, everyone else had a bad taste in their mouth after the public enemy came in. Yeah, that's pretty uh, interesting. And they didn't want to do it. They did. He talked a little bit about that story. I heard it before, but it was fun to hear him talk about it. How public enemy was supposed to have a tables match with the acolytes. And uh, right before they're just like, you know what? I don't think we want to <laughs> lose. I don't think we want to <laughs> lose this match. You know, maybe we should, uh, Think about it. Uh, and they just get their ass. I've seen this match. They get destroyed. <laughs> they, honestly, what we should do is watch destroyed. like like something like this, the Broken Skull sections, yeah. and maybe sessions, and then pick or two or three out of this, and now be the matches that That's we That's a good watch. idea. That's a good idea. You know? We could have watched appendix. a Bubba Devon match, this Public Enemy match. Ugh. Gross. And I've yeah. seen it before. And it's yeah. uh, well, it's worth a watch. It's yeah, worth a watch. it is. Uh, it's watch. tough, but it, it's worth it's it. tough. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, they had a tough a tough go going in. Like people were very unsure of them. But the first night in the company, they attacked the acolytes with two by fours. Yo, yeah. Do you hate the two by four? I hate the two by four as a weapon. Yeah, I think it's. I agree with everything that Bubba says about it, which makes it a bad weapon. Is that it's hard to grip. You can't. It doesn't look good. Like even if you yeah. like, he walloped Bradshaw with that thing. Yeah. They show the footage, and he really takes out Bradshaw with that thing. And it's like, still doesn't look that good. No, never looks good. No swing has ever looked good with a two by four. Thank God they fully changed from the two by four to the bat with the bob wire. It just looks so much better. Um, see he's a two by four that? guy in the union. Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble 2000. Oh, and yeah. uh, hell in the cell that year. Um, then after that, when he came back with Randy and then subsequent with edge and flares, all of that, which would just made sense. Cause you could just hold it. You could just hold it. You could like just hold it. You could just hold it. Um, but he comes in and they, they, they earn respect because they really, uh, beat the shit out of that. They let the acolytes beat the shit out of them. They talk about the receipt that they got the next night, yeah. which honestly, like, I, I know it's not nice to think about like how toxic wrestling was yeah also i really love the simplicity of it yeah yeah and i i feel like if you're getting into wrestling like look like i don't know how i would fare in professional wrestling but i'll tell you what if i ever got into it hit me fucking yeah. i'm wrestling beat the shit out of me and i'm gonna beat the shit out of you that's how this is gonna go yeah. so like i there is something about not it that kill i like each other. yeah like I, obviously i like, like Bubba's style yeah well i don't know okay Keep going. Say it. I just don't. I don't. I I don't know any specific stories off the top of my head, 
but I do feel like he's taking advantage of some people and just hit them very, very hard. And he's like, what? You're fine. It's like, yeah, you're, you may be, but like, you didn't need to do that. Like hitting Bradshaw as hard as you can. Sure. Cause Bradshaw's a big fucking dude. who's going to hit you really hard back. But like, you know, it's hard to say that, but like, I don't know, hitting like Joey Mercury as hard as you can. Joey Mercury's a little guy, but like, he always like treated said, Spike well. Yeah. No, he beat the shit out of Spike. Yeah, I guess Spike just liked it. Which I love. Spike loves it. <laughs> One of the things is that's what I, I love about his style is because everything's laid in. And uh, Steve uh, mentioned this. He's like, you never injured anyone. Yeah. Never injured he, anyone. You hurt him. You didn't injure him. He really went out of his way to talk about how safe the Dudley boys were. Because uh, they, I think they were known as people that you, you weren't you weren't going to get injured. Like you could have a match with The Rock. The Rock would yeah. be in a match with the Dudleys. And they put you with the main events because you know – they're going to be very professional with how they drop you, where yeah. they drop you. They'll do big, cool moves. And no one ever got a neck injury from Bubba's power bombs. You know, no one ever got an injury from the their high impact moves. Maybe they got some welts. Yeah, Probably got some welts. I thought they were really unsafe when I was a little kid because I thought wrestling was real. So when in ECW, they would talk about how the Dudley boys broke Buell McGillicuddy's neck. I'd be like, they're unsafe. Get them out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see you at the ECW arena. Just like, what are you doing? They're breaking the athletic commission code. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, they uh, shook hands after they got their ass whooping from acolytes and everyone like, yeah. so that's the toxic male wrestling environment. That's also kind of charming. Yeah, uh, the Hardy, they fought the Hardys at the 2000 Royal Rumble at, at a, uh, a tables match. Uh, and what I thought was really interesting about that, that they cut five minutes off. Yeah. And so that they sped everything up, honestly, like that, like that made the match better. This might be my favorite Dudley Boys match. I really, really? I love this match. I, I, I'm sentimental for this match. I think that's why I like it so much. I, I don't think you're wrong because, well, honestly, like if you look at the other three big TLCs or two TLCs and a triangle ladder match, um, you look at them and they're just a part of the puzzle. Here they're just like, they're half, you know. Yeah. They're half the puzzle, and they really do shine in this. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's do. a good point, actually. That's pro this probably is one of their, if not their best match. Yeah, because you got to think like I don't know, like when you think of TLC, both matches, what do you think of? Uh, what do you mean? When it's I like think what of... when what comes to mind when you think of um, those TLC matches? The big spear. The big spear. A big spear. Um. Bubba falling Fall sideways the off the ladder. Yeah. With Matt I think of or that by a lot himself. because just by himself. I always okay. forget Matt's there. Yeah. Uh, because he did it twice, but well, Matt. He did it twice, like, but I'm just curious if which one you think of. Do you think of the 2001? Or but I, I, I think of I think of uh, Edge Spear and then uh, Jeff's Swanton uh, off the, right. uh, in the alleyway yeah. onto who was it? I think it was Rhino and someone else. I feel like it was Rhino and Spike. Might have been right now. Can Spike gets crushed? Yeah, they, it's nuts. Uh, but it's uh, like I think of those two moves as the yeah. peak of that. And this is just spots. like this is where the Dudleys are really at their best. I, I, you know, it, the way Bubba and Devon both sell is incredible. They're both great. Like, and I know people kind of make fun of Devon selling because it's so exaggerated at times. But I love it. I think it's it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. And Bubba's too. Bubba yeah. like will do the. They both are cartoony sell, uh, yeah. sellers. You know, mm -hmm. they they really ham it up. But the but because of the violence that they do in between, it just works. It, yeah. It's something about it. You know, like I feel like even JBL when he became JBL started to do a little bit more cartoony selling. Like sure. he was a tough guy as like acolyte. But once he did that, like he's the, like the, the, the juxtaposition of the hard hitting and then the, just like the Watusi spin when yeah. you get knocked in the head and you get clocked and you spin around. Very fun. Uh, Very fun. The, the Spike um, Dudley in ECW used to take a cheese grater and he would put it on Bubba's balls. And uh, Bubba selling that is iconic. <laughs> kind <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> That's so silly. Um, they talk about the uh, uh, May Young a lot, which I really sure. was happy about. I just love those stories with May. I love any story with May Young. Do you believe that story, where he's that like she snatched his wrist? Yeah, and was like you slam me like any of the other boys. You think you believe like, that? Hey, she, she's like 
Hey, hot shot. I do. I hundred percent believe it because people talked about how Mae Young asked, they asked, Mae Young would ask them to kick her. Amazing. Like there's this one thing that uh, Mula, oh, with Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And she's just like, you better hit me with that guitar. He even says that. He's just like, you better hit me with it. Don't yeah. go easy on me because I'm an old lady. Uh, and uh, I just love that. About really her. good. Really good. Love Absolutely. it. And I love Mae Young. Now, you ever watch her um, <clears throat> uh, her passing away WB tribute? No. Maybe. No. Oh. Probably a long time ago when it's it came out. It's so I, – I watch it twice a year. Really? I'll just turn it on and I'm just like – because it makes me want to cry. Uh, it's just so beautiful and so touching. They show her life, and then they show at the end her accepting the Hall of Fame speech, and she's just like, uh, she's wrestled in every decade for the past seven decades. Yeah, like yeah. literally from the like the the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and two thousand ten. She did it with uh, um, she did on roll up on Natalie, I think, or someone. <laughs> uh, and uh, and she was like, she's like, I want to wrestle in my hundreds. And she's like this, I can't wait to be here for my 100th birthday. I love you all. It's so touching. That's it's great. so sweet. I got to watch love it. Her so I got to watch it. I'm going to send it to you. Maybe we'll uh, put it on the next uh, uh, Roy Mixtape. Yeah. Roy Mixtape. I just want to support her. Um, they talk about uh, like uh, a lot of TLC stuff. A lot of TLC stuff. How the first one, and it's true, the first one, the triangle ladder match. We'll call it TLC. Yeah, I really don't remember that match that well. It's not a good, like, and I mean, it's a good match. It's like a memorable match. Sure. But it makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense the decisions they make, why they're doing it. Uh, and he's even calls it out. He's just like, it was just a spot fest. It was a spot fest. Yeah. Who, uh, uh, TLC 1 had some story. TLC uh, 2 was the best match of the show. And that's <laughs> yeah, when him and Stone Cold get do a thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you, you don't remember the Triangle Ladder match very well. I don't. I don't remember WrestleMania 2000 very well in general. Yeah. That's really the forgotten WrestleMania of the 2000s, right? Yeah, and it makes no sense if you think about it because it wasn't a good show. But 2000 as a year is maybe WWE's or F at the time. Maybe their most successful. Yeah. And And, wrestling wise, there's so much good wrestling that year. Because there was just not a single main event match. There was nothing that was just like, wow. You know, like they, 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 the, the matches that I could recall were the four way main event, yeah. which was watered down by putting too many people in there. If well, it was just yeah. Rock and Triple H, amazing. It should have been Rock's amazing. year. That should have been Rock's year. It, it should have been Rock's year. Yeah. Uh, but then there's like uh, Benoit, Kurt Angle, and Jericho in a triple threat, which should like have been really just, good. If it was just, uh, it's, it shouldn't have been a triple threat. Yeah. You know, it should have been just Kurt Angle versus Benoit. And didn't or... it also have convoluted rules where it's like the first wall was yes. for the European, the second fall was for the Intercontinental? Like it was like too much. And Kurt went in with both, right. and then he lost both. Uh, and so it, it was dumb. It was and then really also, stupid. Didn't they also do like an 80-person hardcore match or something too? It was ridiculous. It was like the first match of the show, and I think Taz won it. Pretty sure I, Taz I won it. I remember Taz in that match, but that's all I remember. And, uh, and yeah, I can't remember. I think there was a Godfather match in there. Godfather and D'Lo that's as a tag team against, I think, Test and Prince Albert. I'm going to guess that no. They're versus TNA. That's I'm going to say they were called TNA, by the way. Do you yeah. remember that? Oh yeah, Dustin Albert. Yeah, Dustin Albert. Um, I'm Trish guess Stratus that. was their uh, was their their uh, third valet. their valet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's um, see. Oh. Am I right? You were so close. You okay, hold so on. So close. Which so, one am I off on? Test and Albert did wrestle, but they wrestled a different oh, oh big boss man and nope. Albert. Nope. Oh. Albert not involved. Al but... Snow and Steve Blackman. Yes, head cheese. The head cheese. <laughs> I knew they were on that show. And also, Kane uh, and Rikishi defeated <laughs> X Pac and Road Dog in a four minute tag team match. Honestly, I remember uh, being a kid hearing about that match, like before WrestleMania. And I remember thinking about it, just like, man, I'd love to see that match. I'd love to see Kane and Rikishi tag up. What a pairing. <laughs> I was so mesmerized by Rikishi's kicks. When Rikishi did this, the super kick, I was just like, how does he do that? How does yeah, that leg get up that yeah, high? Yeah. Always so impressed. But um, you were right, by the way. Big Boss Man of Boom Buchanan did defeat the Godfather and D'Lo Brown with Ice T and the Ho Train in a tag team. Oh, okay. Um, Ice T and the Ho Train sounds like a, a doo-wop group. That's actually really fun. Maybe we should make that our improv troop name. Yeah. Uh, Ice T and the Ho Train. <laughs> I love we, it. We're already canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then they talk about. Um, TLC, uh, the first TLC, which is that SummerSlam, yeah. uh, which is a better match. And then they talked about TLC 2, which is probably the best one of them all. 
uh, because of the inclusion of Lita, Spike, and Rhino. Um, and it was just a cool, a cool match. That's the big famous spear from the ladder. Um, uh, he also talked about how they widened the base for the, the tables for that spot Pretty interesting. Uh, where they fell down, which I thought was really cool. I, it was cool to know oh, that a table is eight feet long. Oh, that is good. I like that information too. Uh, and I like, I like them talking about the dangers of being, uh, going through a table, you yeah. know, the splinters, the, the brackets, those brackets. I always think about that. Like you've seen them pop out of the woods sometimes in yeah. scary ways. Mm -hmm. Well, they've changed the table structure in the recent years because of that. Like the, if yeah. you look at a WWE table now, the the table itself, the brackets aren't as like heavy duty. They're more gimmicked yeah. to protect yeah. the wrestlers because of yeah. all of those times that Bubba's talking about. And uh, GCW can't afford tables, so they just use doors. Uh, <laughs> it's much more cost efficient. It is much uh, more cost efficient. It is. I'm not denying it. I'm not denying it. They should too. Um, but uh, yeah, they talk about that. Um, Another thing that I thought was interesting, since we just watched Barely Legal 1997, yeah. um, he broke his ankle for two, three minutes in. He said that? He shattered his ankle, and he's had to deal with that injury for the rest of his career. At the very start of Barely Legal, the match with Perry Saturn, with the Eliminators, yeah. um, he was on the ring apron with uh, Devon. They get knocked off, and they fall and hit the, the, the guardrail. And he, when he lands, he just shatters his ankle and he finishes the match with a shattered ankle. He mentioned that? Yeah. I missed it. You must have been snoozing, dog. You must I must have been You can't watch these things late at night. That's I true. did too. I got really high and I was just like, oh shit. Oh shit. I'm, so, I'm going to be so tired for work. It was like two in the morning. This is not good. Um, then we get to talking about the Hall of Fame. They skip a lot. They skip. A, they jump around a lot. We're going to get back into some things. They uh they do talk about the Hall of Fame just the just talking about the the six of them, which yeah. is just a cool uh, feature like they really are a memorable trio uh, of teams mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think that's ever uh, like you know they even said like you know you remember the two teams like the Midnight Express and the Rock and Rolls and then they you remember two teams going after each other like the Bulldogs and the Heart Foundation something like that right. but three teams really coming together and they're all different styles yeah yeah. All different styles. You got the hard-hitting, the strong style, hardcore of the Dudleys. You got the high-flying, extreme Hardy Boys. And you get the <laughs> fucking sports entertainers uh, of this, Edge the, and Christian. The really the best wrestlers of the six. Best wrestlers. Edge and Christian. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. They really Just are. All around professional wrestlers. Yeah. Edge and but Christian. also entertaining in terms of oh, the sports. Yeah, they absolutely. All, they're all of it. They're the most entertaining of the three. They are. They, they're, I mean, the they're, the they're the show. They're the show. The uh, Hardys are the Flash, yeah. and uh, the Dudleys are the pebbles. <laughs> I don't know. The stone pebbles to <laughs> lead the, the fire. They're <laughs> the bread. They're bread. <laughs> um, but we get a talk about uh, Bubba's uh, single run after it. Uh, honestly, like he talks about how he wasn't very confident. Did you watch any of Bubba as a singles when he was? I, I missed it all. I was I yeah. wasn't watching Raw then. I have like very, 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 very faint memories of him like in the hardcore division, and then yeah. eventually he ended up teaming with Spike. Yeah. He, they still put him in a tag team with Spike, and it was him and Spike. I remember him and Spike versus Benoit and Guerrero in a tables match at a pay-per-view in 2002 and it's a good match it's absolutely worth checking out we should watch that pay-per-view actually that sounds really good that's a good uh, pay-per-view but honestly bubba and spike are just a cool tag team just size wise yeah. things that they could do with each other yeah. bubba great could launch him right. great chemistry totally different styles of wrestling while still being very connected um that's actually a great idea but yeah, yeah they talked about that and then they poke fun at the brock lesnar thing yeah you know he's supposed to fight him that night the guy, you know, someone walked out of the building that night, and then I had to fight him, and uh, they, he was so pissed. Uh, the entire time, also, uh, uh, they're drinking the beer. He's yeah. just like, he brings out a bottle of Jack, and then Stone goes like, oh, you're going to do this to me? Okay, do it. <laughs> and then he, he shoots it, and the bubble shoots it, and uh, Steve Austin's a grown man. He's just sipping it like an adult. Oh, yeah, and Bubba and, calls and, him out. And Bubba's just like, you're not going to shoot it? He's just like, well, fuck, if you're going to put me on the spot, then I'll shoot it. Fuck, you want another? And he pours them both another. And when he passes it back, he just launches it out. Watch Stone Cold serve those alcohol and then launch the glass right at Bubba. It's tension-filled. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, they reunite at One Night Stand. They reunite together. Yeah. The Dudley Boys are back at One Night Stand, uh, which is nice. And they reunite earlier, but they have a match at One Night Stand, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Then they kind of like, they talk about TNA, which uh, yeah. I'm happy about. Whenever yeah. they mention TNA, I'm always shocked just because oh, really? I've been so, I've been, even though I know they've, they've yeah. been open about talking about things and they mentioned, you mentioned AEW in this too. Yeah. Uh, That's the so, most like, they've ever talked about TNA. Like in the Kevin Nash one, Steve Austin was like, so you went to TNA after that? And Nash was just like, yeah, Steve. It's an 80-minute drive from my house. I went there. I did my shit. I got paid. I went home. It was great. And that's all they said about TNA. <laughs> Man, I do, actually, that was one of my favorite of Stone Cold's interviews because yeah. they generally like each other. They're buddies. And, and they're buddies. And, like, Nash is chill. I love and, it. And, and Stone Cold doesn't want to be next to another fucking barking dog yeah. he's the barking dog <laughs> yeah. and so having them at each other just like well fuck kid you want to tug on my nuts i'll tug on yours too <laughs> they, they talk about uh um uh vince mcmahon uh there's this one part they talk about vince mcmahon this is just another story they jump around and uh vince mcmahon how him and devon went a little bit over on time one night mm, yeah. uh at five minutes over on a live raw and then he comes in the back and vince gets right up in his face he's like He's right, ever, he's, he's right here. He's right here. He's right in my face. He's touching my his mouth with my nose, and he's and he's like, if you ever do go over like that, it better be as good as it was tonight. And I do not believe in no. that. <laughs> not in a million I years. Love, I love this is a, this is an example of like Bubba being like, look, I don't need any notoriety. I don't chase the hunk. I don't care about Hall of Fames, but I did I tell you about this one time that Vince got this close to my face. Kisses my I, lips. <laughs> I had the best match. I blew the fucking roof off of Madison Square Garden. Oh. Hall of Fame? No thank you. Christ. <laughs> He's so full of shit. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Nuts. It's hilarious. Um, um, so we get the, the bully Ray and TNA. Like, so basically, they were growing stale as a team they've done everything what are yeah. you gonna do anymore yeah. and um they're just like we have to break up and what they do is they have chris saban kick out of the 3d first time ever cool and, and then they go their separate ways the him and devon like you know what let's just end this on a high note and then bubba beats him up of he's course. just like you were the weak link the entire fucking time I'm <laughs> <Yeah. only right." laughs> and so uh then he becomes this uh like weird little biker guy awesome promos uh really cool sure. i would love to this is something i'd like to do a deep dive in Mm -hmm. is watching the, the aces and eights storyline yeah because i know nothing about it and everyone seems to like it well the thing that's interesting about it and i know you don't give a shit about this but i'm gonna throw it out there anyway um the wrestling observer awards at the end of the year like the readers vote on these awards and we know that the readers are generally pretty uh, you know smarky you know they're real they're smart fans they're snobby but whatever year aces and eights was that was voted by the readers of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter as the best storyline of that year. So despite how shitty TNA was at that time, they loved that storyline was apparently very, very good. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm me very too. curious. I would love to see TNA put out a video about it or like yeah. a compilation, a story, like a DVD, something. Yeah. So we could see that because like WWE does this stuff all the time. And I know TNA or Impact doesn't have the budget for this type of shit. Yeah. But man, like there, you have a catalog. Right. We have a catalog Absolutely. stuff. We can't see any of it. Absolutely. Um, uh, but we get the Aces and Eights stuff. He got to work with Hulk and Sting, Brooke Hogan. I want to know about that Brooke Hogan stuff because I saw bits and pieces of it at the time. Oh. I remember him having Cavzilla. He had those big fucking ripped calves. And he didn't talk about his weight loss and how he buff he got. That's true. That's true. I'd love to hear that. Hey, um, But what about Brooke? You got something about Brooke. No, I just I have to break the fourth wall for a second. Uh... Ooh, I forgot that we, um, uh, you know, just we'll, we'll keep rolling. Oh, no, tell me. No, I don't, I don't want to. It's off screen. We're recording. I'll, I'll send you a chat. Oh God. But by the way, we're. Yeah. Well, so yeah, the, there was a whole thing. Um, there was a whole thing where, uh, uh, no, I just <laughs> forgot. I just forgot that that was in the plans. He I just love that. We're. I can't wait to our podcast listeners. Sorry, guys. Know about this. Yeah. Um, um, no, he was going to marry Brooke Hogan. There was like a wedding scene and like Taz yeah. was officiating it or something. Man, I want to see the storyline with that. 
Um, then he starts talking throughout the thing. He's constantly comparing himself to major things. He's yeah. just like, uh, he's like, you know, like the, the Dudley boys, but like the road wars, I'm not comparing to the road wars, yeah. but we're basically the road, we're the road wars. He's just like, I wanted to be the most vile here. I want to be, I'm like the next Freddie Blossom. He says that <laughs> he says that he's just like, yeah, we had a great feud, just like you and Rocky did. Try <laughs> <We just laughs> to get underneath them. Um, uh, by the way, Stone Cold drunk. Yeah, I really feel. <laughs> I so think cool. that might have been what happened here because he's really like being a little giggly. He's being giggly, but also he's being a little coarse and he's kind of <laughs> mumbling a little bit. Like yeah. throughout the thing, he's definitely getting a little bit more heated. I um, love that. Like when he becomes champion, Steve Austin just goes TNA champion. Yeah. What's that mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> There's this one line. Uh, he, he's making this ribbon. Austin, he's just like, you know, I became so much smarter now that I'm older. It's just like, you don't have to do so much. You know, punch, kick, Luthas, press, stunner. That's all you need. Yeah. And then the stunner's like, yeah, that's all you need. I that, guess. About time like, you figured that out. <laughs> he's just like, it's really, uh, like, definitely like very sharp barbs. Yeah. Um, they talk about him coming back for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, and uh, his first ever Rumble, which I thought was interesting. That was interesting, and I did like his entrance. I had forgotten about that. Great How entrance. like confident and stoic he is. It was really good. It was really excellent. Really great. Uh, and uh, they, he does the. Uh, they talk about the Bubba Cutter, and I remember like, what, what are you got frown face on? No, keep going. I just when he was like, I created this. I was like, did you though? Did you create that? Were you the first person to do that? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. We don't know. If you know who did it, but I actually, well, cause never... it wasn't, I should just clarify. It's not like the cutter, but he would pop them up. Yeah. He'd put them in the air and turn and hit them with the Bubba cutter. I, he says he's the first to ever do that. I don't know if that's true. And I'll say this. He barely did that in WWE. Yeah, I don't know if he ever, I think he did like a normal cutter. I don't think he, he did, did a regular pop -up cutter. cutter. Yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember ever, doing ever seeing yeah. a pop-up cutter no. ever, no. ever, ever, ever. So I'm just like, Curious who like this was just the ECW thing like I don't know it just because we saw they only showed the clip from ECW right um, to Devon to Devon yeah Devon. Devon got some height yeah, oh he man um, and he keeps pushing Stone Cold to get drunk uh, very competitive I wrote uh, he's just like he'll take another shot he's like sure thing he's like take another shot he's just like to the uh, to the main event of WrestleMania 2017 he takes yeah. a shot and then, uh, then Bubba's just like Bubba's like and the bottle shot to the to the match that stole the show at WrestleMania 17 and all right Bubba just, and like he really wants to go yeah. honestly though Ember Stone Cold Bubba would kill him yeah he would he would Bubba would put his thumb up to his throat until there was no more blood in his yeah. mouth. <laughs> he would hold it there and stare. Um, he wouldn't do that because he's got too much respect for the business. <laughs> he does have too much respect. Uh, talks I'm about teaching these young kids business and respect. I don't tell them that they're going to make anything in this business. Nothing. They're not going to make shit of themselves. But I'll tell you what. You give me $10,000 in one year of your life. And I'll teach you some respect. What a con job. A year? <laughs> a fucking yeah. year? I like that Stone Cold was like, a year? Like a year? A God full God. year? It's a full God. Yeah, he's like, are you shocked? Yeah. Like, he's like, this isn't no two-month uh, summer camp. This no one should be having their first match after three months. All right, Bubba. Uh, I also like that Steve Austin at one point is like, well, God damn, that's crazy. Hey, I'm not putting your school over here. I'm not putting it over. I'm like, right, you don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to go out of your way to tell people they're not putting the school over. You know, it's, it's you just right. wanted to know you're supporting it. Going I to form. <laughs> I'm not putting you over. Uh, he talks about his school um, and his disrespect and whatever. Yeah, whatever. Young guys, thing, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah, uh, talks about busted that. open radio a little bit. Um, he says that AEW mirrors ECW. I'm just like, where? Yeah, I think he's talking about the fan base. And by the way, what fan base is chanting like you're a crack whore or whatever? Like no one's doing that. No one's those those people died in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. They are deceased. <laughs> um then we get uh thinks everyone should be uh back to basics. Uh yeah, he's like, the funniest thing. And like Stone Cold's drunk at this point. He's <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, listen, Steve, I think everyone in the business need to get back to bases. And then he's just stops for a second. And then Stone Cold's like, duly noted. <laughs> 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 uh, 
yeah. fucking shuts him down and yeah. moves on. Um, uh, and then he talks about Bubba. Oh, this is the funniest part. This is when it starts getting contentious because then he's just like, uh, Bubba's just like, uh, he's like, uh, you're ever going to get in the ring again? You're going to going to jump yeah. in the ring? He's just like, and he's like, you know, I'm ready anytime. If the story's there, if there's it's a story, story there, I will, I'll jump at it. I'll jump at it. If I'm going to face Stone Cold Steve Austin, I'm going to jump at it. But he's just like, I'm, I, he's like, well, you got to warm up or something. He's just like, I'm already warm. I'm already warm. I think about <laughs> I took time. a bump two and months just, ago. And then Stone Cold's just like, really? <laughs> really? Callous up? Callous up? You could do it? Okay. <laughs> you did not believe him one bit and it felt it. And the last story that they have is, is 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 bully Bubba Ray's favorite moment of his life. Yeah, the best moment yeah. of his entire life. Uh, he's at, a, at the ring, and they talk a lot about Devin get the tables. Uh, and uh, Stone Cold wheels out Freddie Blassie in his late '80s, something like that. Yeah, he's in a, in a wheelchair, and uh, he hands him the mic. He's just like, "Hold on, I got he's this guy's got something to say." And then Freddie Blassie does a great job. Yeah, he does great pipes. A lot of life in that voice. Yeah. He's just like Devon, and he did it the right cadence. And yeah. he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't do that old man thing where he's just like Devon. Yeah. <laughs> like he just, the, he's like Devon, get the tables, and he does it. And he said that was one of the shining moments of his life. And then uh, Soko's like, I don't even remember that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like they're like because sees well, he, they've got their glasses up. It seems like yeah, I don't remember it. <laughs> Stone Cold is just like, yeah, I remember one time uh, Freddie Blassie gave me his belt and said that I was the next uh, Freddie Blassie. I don't remember that bullshit moment. <laughs> like, he didn't say that. But basically, Stone Cold's had a lot of memories with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where we end with that. Uh, yeah. Basically, they kind of awkwardly stumble off. Uh, Stone Cold says goodnight, and that's the end. I thought this was good. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was fun. entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boy, can I not listen to Busted? I don't listen to Busted Open Radio as it is. It's tough. I know I can't now. It's tough. I've listened to it a few times, and it's tough because the guy who runs it, the non-wrestler host, is from New Jersey, which is great. But he sounds like, hey, bully. What? Yeah, come on, bully. That's what he sounds like. So, like, Bully Ray will bully this guy and give him a bunch of shit all the time. And he's like, bully, why you got to do that? Why you got to be mean like that? Anyway, we got another caller here. It's tough. It's they take, calls, on they take calls and boy, oh boy. Hey, everybody has a right to their the opinion. Last... Everyone has a right to live. But these guys, not my type of All wrestling right. fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Let's get a sound effect. We haven't had one. <laughs> that's what busted open radio sounds like <laughs> that's true and it's also it's Bully Ray. It's Mark Henry and it's Tommy Dreamer. I don't need to hear them talk. <laughs> Get that out of here. Okay, we gotta stop. Oh wait, one more, one more. <laughs> That's the newest one. It's the yawn. That's like Rumpelstiltskin uh, waking up from a nap. Yeah. <laughs> um, boy. Now we finished that. We have one more thing to cover. Yeah. Uh, and and want to intro, intro this a little yeah, bit? Yeah. So it's the 17 year anniversary of this match. Uh, it is AJ Styles versus Abyss in a cage match at the main event of Lockdown 2005, the first ever Lockdown pay per view. Uh, I recommended this match. I think this is a really fun match. Uh, Red has some opinions about it, it seems like. So I, I'm going to let you take it. I have more opinions about the show event. as a concept yeah let's just talk quickly about yeah. lockdown as a concept yeah. um every single so this is a tna uh, uh original idea yeah. uh where they every single it's a pay-per-view with every single match on the card is in a steel cage yeah it's called lockdown everything's in a steel cage whether it warrants it or not right do you hate this idea oh i hate it i hate okay, it good. yeah i hate it i wasn't sure when you suggested this match whether you're going to be like Man, one of the best pay-per-views ever, and this had the best main event. I've ever. never seen this pay-per-view. I've only seen okay. this match, and this is okay. a great match. I do love this match, but I hate the show. Um, I hate the concept. There's a two out of three falls blindfold match in a cage on this show. I I did listen to the recent Jeff Jarrett yeah. talking about I the blindfold match in a yet. cage, and not only like just the idea of just having a cage that you can't really film. Uh, very well, and then having people blindfolded inside. Yeah, really what bad. a shit show. Yeah, um, this is a Jerry Jarrett idea. 
to make them all cage matches because I guess their previous pay-per-view had done significantly lower numbers than they anticipated. So to get the numbers back up, they did an all cage match pay-per-view. What do I realize about the Jarrett's? Jerry Jarrett is the ultimate con con man. Yeah. And you know who Jeff Jarrett is? The ultimate rube. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's like, is that that just like every, every match should be in a cage. Every single match should be because, and he's like, why don't Dan? It's different. Nobody else has got it. I like different. They're thinking of us and they're thinking different. <laughs> I, Jeff I will Jarrett say, loves to be he different. Loves different. He loves He's like, that's how we're going to get the audience by being different. And I Nobody shits that. in their diaper on the stage. That's different. That's different. Well, Eric Young in a diaper this instant. Uh, I do, on a sour note, I do want to say that this match, this pay per view, was uh, the last ever wrestling match of Chris Candido. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, did he break his leg? He in this broke match? his ankle. He shattered his ankle. ankle. Yeah. And then he had the uh, that he flew to he flew to New Jersey, I believe, mm. and uh, developed a blood clot. Uh, died four or five days after. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Really sad. Um, pretty sad. I remember going to a uh, a show, uh, in, that weekend, uh, in New Jersey. At it was called Cyberspace Wrestling. Cool. Cyberspace Wrestling in Wayne, New Jersey. And because it was uh, it was an NWA affiliate, mm. uh, they had all the TNA guys there. Oh. So we'd see um, uh, AJ Styles, we'd see Alex Skipper, uh, we'd see all the Saban, the Saban uh, a, a young uh, a Matt Stryker, oh, Matt Stryker was there, a few others. Uh, but I remember Tammy showed up and they did the ten bell salute with her in the ring. Wow! And she thanked everyone uh, for being there. Uh, and she asked everyone to support, you know, buying yeah. the Candido T-shirt that they had in the back. Yeah. Um, but it was really, He's really sad. Really sad. Uh, but let's get talking about the match. AJ yeah. Styles versus Abyss. I do AJ want to Styles point out, Abyss. as we get into this match, that something that TNA did right, which, you know, every now it's hit or miss. But something they did right is that this was the main event of the show. You had DDP, you had Jarrett, Nash, the last outlaw, Billy Gunn. Uh, you had all these guys on this show, but they said, like, our future is AJ Styles and Abyss. Our best match on the show is going to be AJ Styles and Abyss. They should go last. Yeah. And this was a star-making performance for AJ Styles. It really was. It was a great match. It it really is a great match. Yeah. Uh, uh, AJ Styles, very handsome. A very handsome AJ Styles. Yeah. Uh, when he's at this age, poof. He also doesn't really, if he cut his hair, if he like gave himself a crew cut again and shaved his beard, he'd probably look the same still. We have no idea what he looks like without that beard. He could have a gobble neck. That is He could look like, he could look like fucking Ted McConnell underneath there. (laughs) Um, But he looks very handsome here. Uh, Same exact branding his entire career. Phenomenal one. Uh, I'm the, uh, it just, I wish there was a little change up. Like watching this, I'm just like, oh, it's your same gear. Well, he went from bicycle shorts to tights. Yeah. (laughs) Like the bike shorts. Uh, Then we get Abyss coming out. Always reminded me like he's trying to be mankind and Kane. Yeah, like it, like there, it felt like it was just it always felt like a ripoff. How did you? Like, feel I about never it? saw so you Abyss, didn't like Abyss back in the day. Did not like Abyss back in the day. I thought he was hokey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was too cartoony. The way he sold was cartoony, and I'll talk about that in the match. Yeah. Um, but we get the match starting off with <laughs> yeah, AJ Styles yeah. just running out and jumping uh, out from outside inside the cage to outside, yep. and they brawl outside the cage for 15 minutes. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about which is cool, minutes, but it's close. But yeah. Yeah, it's close. But it's, it's I like mean, half it's, the uh, matches outside the ring because they have to. Yeah, all these fucking matches have been inside the ring where no one's really leaving. Maybe they're yeah. doing some stuff outside the ring, and no one's doing they what they can to. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the big Not man, the- little man style. Like they gotta, they gotta work that. They gotta give everything they can to that. And I think it's amazing that AJ is doing the things that he's doing with the amount of space. There's like no space. Space. And there's so uh, many times where he almost flips onto the stairs and he just misses the stairs. But talk about some of those things like abyss uh, uh, uh whips him into the barrier he slides underneath the barrier yeah. underneath the guardrail yeah. he slides underneath does a springboard into a uh hair karana into him uh then they uh abyss i wrote abyss sells too much for aj i think yeah, he sells yeah, way yeah. too much and only that he flings his arms about i was gonna say kicks his legs about so aj does a thing where he I don't know how he ends up in the crowd. He ends up in the crowd like two or three times. But he ends up in the crowd and AJ climbs up on this like little like middle barrier thing that's in the crowd, jumps off, does the forearm. Abyss kind of falls back and then just goes like 
Like he just like can't. Like, like he's doing a green screen falling from a, uh, a yeah. rooftop. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very cartoony. Um, AJ does some parkour parkour moves over the fans. Yeah. He jumps on the guard roll, jumps over them to right. this table that no one sees. Right. No one sees. Like you right. can't that's, see it from our vantage point. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> he jumps and then jumps back at him. Um, then, uh, Mike, uh, I will say the announce team isn't as bad as I imagined it would be. Uh, but I do think that it's, it's completely miscast with, uh, Mike Tanay being a play-by-play guy, uh, and, uh, Don West being a color. Uh, I just don't think that works. I think honestly, Don West would make a better play-by-play if they switched them. I think he could just like, I don't know. He doesn't know all the moves, but he could call the action while, uh, Tanay is just like, this is why that matters. Right. You know, this is why this matters and why that uh, is so effective. But Don West being the color guy, just be like, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, I, uh, wow. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. This is a perfect time for it. Perfect. Wow. There we go. <laughs> I um, actually was going to say that I think this team's massively underrated. I think there's they're starting to get going here by 06, 07, they really hit their stride. But I agree. I still agree with you. Like no matter how good Mike Tanay is as a play by play, in my opinion, he's much better as like the professor. Always. Yeah. He always will be. And there's one spot which we're gonna I think it's coming up here, so I'm gonna jump into it. Jump into the it. the uh, cage door spot where Abyss slams the, the cage door into AJ's head. The thing that's funny, so he does it once and it kinda catches him. Then he does it another time and AJ takes an incredible bump on the ground. Incredible. The most amazing, because it looked like it destroyed it. The first one yeah. hit his back, so we kind of yeah. sold that. Yeah. It's a feed into the second one that knocks him down. Yeah. Vicious, like a gunshot. I have. Fall- no, I sorry. thought he was. I thought it was a shoot, but then I was like, oh no, AJ Styles is that good. He's that good. And every time they showed the replay like three or four times, and every time they showed the replay, either they replayed Mike Tanay's commentary or he just screams at the top of his lungs every single time. Ah! Ah! <laughs> He's just yelling. <laughs> and, and then they had a third, a third one. Yeah. And which, but he, he sold it just like the first one. It was beautiful. Beautiful yeah, was. work. And that was what busted um, him open. Yeah, he throws him back in the ring, and guess what? Uh, old Abyss has to bring in there, the thumbtacks. Uh, he'd never run Abyss match unless there are thumbtacks involved. Um, uh, and I noticed the bell never rang. Ever in the entire match? Ever, ever, ever. ever. <laughs> the bell funny. never rang. I thought when he threw him in the ring and he got in, right. the ref would ring the bell, and I'd be like, what stupid? I was waiting. I was like, this ref is so stupid. You have to wait for them both to stand up before you ring the bell. Not only did he not do that, the match never started. It never happened. The match never started. Uh, one a cool spot that Abyss does, he wraps the chain around the turnbuckle. Oh, which really I good. really liked. Yeah. And what, uh, what fed into that is he whipped uh, uh, AJ Styles into the ropes, came back, leapfrogs him over his head, and AJ Styles falls yeah. face first in the turnbuckle. Unreal. Beautiful spot. Unreal. One of the most beautifully yeah. timed, perfect yeah. little spots. And the crowd's chanting, you know, TNA, yeah. this is awesome. Honestly, deserved. Like yeah. I don't know what I know. No. They were booing early in the night, saying uh, "Fire Vince Russo." <laughs> is that but, true? Uh, oh yeah, during the blindfold match, they're chanting "Fire Vince Russo," <laughs> which is probably Dusty's fault. That match was probably Dusty's fault, to be honest with you, because it was his. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, oh, maybe that was uh, there. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah, I definitely listened to it in the last. Podcast I got. Uh, yeah, I gotta go back. Um, um, but we get that. Uh, cool chain bug. Then we get a DT, a DT uh, onto a AJ Styles DT's Abyss onto the chain. Yeah. Um, I hate Abyss's tattoos. I write. Yeah. Um, sure. Abyss's tattoos, these tribal tattoos. Uh, but also, I remember why I hate them so much because I play, I make creative characters all the time. Sure. Always have, always will. And I was just like, and I had AJ Styles in my game. I was just like, better have Abyss too. I want to see what he does against Kane. And so I made Abyss. And I remember looking at the online, the pictures and looking at him. And I remember looking like his tattoo is just off center. Yeah. It's not well yeah. placed. They're it's not off good. to the back. They're, They're not just good. not well. Yeah. Like to, to have a bad tattoo is one thing to have a bad tattoo. That's in a weird, awkward spot. And Cody, huge. Cody. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. Uh, weird. Uh, the, the tax are on the ground and a uh, styles gives a styles flash oh. onto the tax. Which is honestly the first time I think I've seen someone do a face, right? Uh, a face like a a, fr- a front uh, bump. 
so cool. the tanks. Even though Foley did a pedigree onto it, he wasn't real. His face was the only thing near yeah. the tanks, yeah. even though it's pretty rough. But like doing the chest thing, pretty cool. Pretty um, cool. Yeah. Um. Then they do the hanging. Like he, he grabs the chain and he's hangs AJ Styles from the top of the cage. Well, I also great. loved there was a, right before that to set that spot up. I love that Abyss took the ref and threw the ref into the oh, cage. I wrote that down and I forgot to say it. what a great spot. Great Honestly, idea. That made me like Abyss so much more. I was yeah. just like, oh, like because he could go. He definitely could go. Yeah. A lot yeah. of energy to him. Yeah. And his offense looks pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at it. He is a little cartoony with his punches mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. But like I, I like that. And then when he grabs the ref and launches, I thought he was going to launch him into the tax. Yeah. He launches him in the cage. But the ropes are so springy that the ref just goes flying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like bounces in this weird way. Yeah. Very scared for him. Yeah. But uh, it, it crotches uh aj styles on the top of the cage which yep. was really cool then they get the hanging spy brings a chain up there yep. hangs him from the cage i always love that it's yeah. a cool thing to do and it's very easy and safe to do uh and uh what aj does he does a sunset flip power bomb onto the tax or the pin and aj styles is going to be facing awesome. jeff jarrett uh for the championship i uh, love great match. too that like that's a huge spot right like that's a huge spot but it's not anyone's finish but it doesn't matter. It's just a big spot and it wins. Yeah. Like that's how you should do it. Like I think yeah. nowadays, and you know, I'm not one to usually talk about this, but nowadays you'd see a giant spot like that, but because it's not someone's finisher, it can't close a match. But now I think that just works so much better. It was unexpected. He still overcame the odds. It was excellent. It was excellent. I can't hear anything you're playing. Uh, there it is. I can hear that. Yeah. I can okay. hear that. yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just, that's, that's what I'm going to do when I agree with you. I'm just like, Arr! Arr! <laughs> Uh, wow wow what fun everyone check out that match we had a great time yeah, it's on youtube it. it's for free check it's it out for free um yeah let us know what you think of it also follow loser leaves wrestling on everything check out our live shows on youtube check them out there every wednesday right after dynamite on youtube that's right. and they're also on saturdays at 3 p.m eastern 12 p.m pacific um but uh, we also have an instagram and a tiktok check out our newest tiktok it's got something that oh, should go viral, and we need your help. It's a doozy. We need everyone's help it's to make this spread. Um, we need it to go. Um, but the, anything else to report, Hammer? That's it. We'll see you on Wednesday. Wow. Thank you all so much. Everyone have a great, blessed uh, day. We're so happy. Yeah. So positive. Really good. Join the Patreon. Yeah, Woo! join the Patreon. Join the, the Patreon. Patreon. Move those headphones, Roy. Let's do it. Move those headphones. Whenever you're ready. Okay.